So let's go into that question. How, if you guys were Coach Echeverry at this moment, how would you play, based on this roster, how would you play against El Paso? Bar, I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll take the baton on this one. Mm-hmm. And chat, if you guys want, if you guys want to give y'all's opinions, your honor, more more than welcome to do so on the chat. I'll take the baton on this one, and I've discussed this with you off the air, and I'll and I'll take the bulls by the horn here. Granted, if there are no more signings or Dynamo loanies, with the current shape of our roster, I would I would kind of break the Dynamo mold here. And not be afraid to go a three-five-two if I have to. And why do I go to a three-five-two? Because a, the depth that you have on defense, you gotta have someone being able to sub in. And I like Diego Rocha. I, he's a good kid. I just don't feel like he's uh, ready to be thrown out there. Will that moment come? Absolutely. I just don't feel. That this might be the game to do so. Mm-hmm. I would probably play a five-man midfield, a three-five-two formation. Okay, uh, I, I would play a, a five-man midfield because I I feel like that's pretty much our strongest position, and I think the team can do a lot of damage. And of course, I would have. Uh, two forwards. I would have McLaughlin, and I would probably put. And, and you know what? I, it pains me because I I've seen both players play, but I'm gonna have to go with uh, Beckford. Why specifically? Why? Why? What specifically about Beckford would you put him over Luca Purpa or any other attacker? Well, I would like to see. I would like to see Beckford because he has a lot of pace to him. He he's he can take on two defenders. He's had that international uh, uh, play to his, to his experience. Uh, Purple and McLaughlin, yes, they they did some they did some good things in the uh, in the opener. Uh, but I just feel like this might be a game where, you know, with El Paso having a lot of experienced uh, players, especially in their back line, I would like to see Beckford speed uh, break down that defense. That's just me, though. Jacob. Yeah, I would have to agree with Ray here, especially. I do enjoy watching just Shane Beckford out there. He's from what we've already seen from last year to especially this season for that one game, he yes, of course, it's tough to figure things out after one game when you have a totally new roster. But considering the way that he is, the way that his worth ethic is and stuff like that, yes, indeed. I'd love to see Deshane Beckford back there. He's one of those He's just one of those athletes that you know will be right there when you need him. Young, he has almost a little bit of a leadership to him, which a lot of this team, it's very mature for their age, especially considering 
I, I don't even know our average age, but I'm pretty sure it barely creeps up to 20, if anything, 21 or 22 point something. So, yeah, indeed, I would yeah, love to see DeShane Beckford right there and really just nothing more. So you'd, so you'd go with a 3-5-2 as well? Oh, definitely, indeed. I think that really just suits our our program well, and there's no need for them really not to kind of go that way, especially if they've been practicing in that sort of thing. And I know we also talked about this last year too. We would like to see a little bit of variation sometimes with coach and what fits best. So if I had to guess in our past, in our next three game matches or so, we might see different styles of play just to see if it works, but for sure to start it off with the three, five, two, that's going to be perfect. So uh, now and, we and have I do, to remember, and I, I kind of have to agree with you, Jacob, only because of the depth that the team is lacking. That's kind of the yeah. thing that uh, I, I would ha- I would have to agree. Granted, if there's no other outside help, whether it, it be signings or you're getting help from the Dynamo, which we we are not foreseeing at this point. Well, we also have to take into consideration. El Paso Locomotive just signed Eder Borelli, ex Tigres, ex Liga MX, uh, and ex uh, Ascenso MX. Actually, I think he was with Juarez uh, before. He was with Juarez's team right before they got promoted. He was like one of those players that, okay, you meet the surplus requirements, you can leave. So you're going up against experience. You're going up against against talent. So I just don't know, man. To me, given the circumstances, I go with three, five, two, and hope, and hope that El Paso is not good with uh, with long balls. We saw that in the match between Houston Dash against uh, uh, Utah Royals. Utah Royals th- played a three, five, two because they saw or they they felt that um, the Houston Dash were more of a possessive uh, a possessive team. And it worked for a couple of minutes. The pressure that the midfield and the attackers put on the defense in, in, in their transition into attack really hurt, really hurt the dash. It, hurts their, it hurt their passing accuracy, which doesn't help that it was their first game back after, what, eight, nine months of inactivity? Yeah. So, but how did the dash get a 3-1 lead and then blow it? But that's a different discussion. Uh, how did they get a 3-1 lead? Well... They saw that there was a lot of space behind the midfield out on the wings. Pass that ball to Rachel Daly. Pass that ball to, uh, uh, to Ver- Veronica Latsko. They took advantage of those spaces and with three, only three defenders in the back. And you had at moments, you had like four or five attackers from the Houston Dash going into your, uh, into your box. There's really nothing you can do. So th- having a 3-5-2 formation... It's going to take a lot of sacrifice from those wings that, that, that whoever's out there uh, on, on the midfield. So whether well, you, you can, are, you whether play, you are, hold you on, let, 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 let me just, real, let me just, real, okay. So if you're going to be playing a three, five, two formation, you're probably going to have uh, three, three, a left, a left and a right midfielder, right? Which will mm-hmm. probably be Kevin Rodriguez or either Christian Lucatero or yeah. Uh, uh, Kevin or Christian Lucatero, you're gonna you're going to you're gonna have a lot of have to have a lot of sacrifice from them 
to try to help uh, how, try to help that uh, defending those wings. That's the way I see it. Um, now, is is the fitness going to be up to par for them to be able to make <laughs> that kind of sacrifice? We don't know. Go ahead. Uh, I will say this much: if if it if it is indeed a a three five two, I would probably probably line up uh, Victor Garza as one of those uh, uh, defensive mids that. Okay. Yes, he he knows how to go play up front and stuff like that. At at least for at least for this game, play, playing back uh, more defensively. If there's opportunity to to move up the pitch and and try to create some some damage. Okay, I I see that. Uh, and the other midfielder who I would I would probably sacrifice just trying to go up. Uh, it would probably be Luca Tettle at this point. It would probably have to be Luca Tittle, and that therefore you would give the freedom to like Kevin Rodriguez, and Isidro Martinez, and the fifth uh, midfielder of choice, uh, to tr try to uh, handle the the midfield uh, offensive uh, push. So I think we can safely assume that we are all in in uh, in agreement that based on this death, a three five two would be good. Now, right? So yes. this is the way this so this is the way that I would line them up. Okay, Pablo and Chad more than likely is going to be get the call up as as a, as a keeper. I don't have a doubt about that. Now that Ben with with Ben Willis gone for this match, at least it'll probably be Pablo and Chad. I don't see them uh, getting a getting uh, Ryan Culture to to become a player as well as, as I, being the, I even though he has signed a. I, I know it's a player coach thing. It wouldn't it, it wouldn't surprise me if there's a, a number next to his name. It would not surprise me. So okay, so I would go with Rob. Uh, I'd go with Emila Gol, uh, Castellanos, and Robcor as, as your as your three defenders. Your two defensive midfielders, Isidro and Kembo. Out on the wings, Kevin. And Victor, center attacking midfielder, Luca Purpa. Forwards, Garrett McLaughlin. And I'm going to go with Obregón. Okay, I, I, I see that happening. Why not? Um, being that there's some depth left in the midfield and some depth left at strikers uh the super sub that i would probably put in there uh, would be tyberson in case the center attacking mid goes down with with injury i would love to see tyberson uh, step in in that role yes uh, i kind of see that happening what would be your so you mentioned a couple of mad, uh, players I want to hear y'all's exercise before we go into predictions and then and then signing out of, uh, for uh, for today's show. Um, like I said, my my super sub is going to be Tyberson just based on the formation you gave. Mm -hmm. uh, Bl Blanchett, Blanchett as the uh, keeper. Uh, DJ Rob Core, uh, being one of my uh, one of the. Def First choice defenders, uh, so is uh, Robert Castellanos. Um, uh, the back line of three, of course. Uh, I'm trying to th think how else 
would I line the uh, how I would align my defense uh, Emil Lego being my other defense defensive choice and a midfield I would put uh, Isidro and Victor as the de- as the defensive stoppers uh, hmm. wingers uh, or not necessarily a winger but I would probably put like a third defensive mid in there uh, kind of like a guy who would orchestrate an attack. Timo Milic would be the guy. Uh, my two wingers, I would probably put uh, Kevin Rodriguez and Christian Lucatello and have uh, Victor Garza kind of be that defensive sub in case one of our defenders goes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, up front, of course, I would, I would have uh, Beckford and McLaughlin. And Jacob, and and before Jacob takes the stage, uh, super sub forward uh, Juan Carlos Obregón, and Tyrus, yeah, as a, as a super sub attacker. Jacob, yeah, yeah, y'all have some great points with the rosters, and I think, yeah, I'd have to go more, of course, with I think Rays because, just yeah, you have more of the young guns out there. It makes perfect sense and yes of course we have the man the myth the legend in that goal sadly of course not joe willis please do get better and hopefully yes we will please. see you very very soon if anything of course we could go on and on about what he could have or whether it be like an acl tear maybe out for the season or something dumb like that or broken arm just, just haven't necessarily know. seen his Instagram lately. I know he posts a lot on there, but mainly, of course, inspirational things, which it's great on him. I like what he does, keeps it up, keep it up. But yeah, go, going back to it, really, I think I, I basically have the same thing as Ray. I'd really just say almost the exact lineup as Ray does because it just fits at the moment, at least. It just fits really good. You have Juan Carlos Obergon in at bench maybe even start uh over and have a super sub of somebody like beckford and may- maybe have that a- at least a couple of events maybe of course this first one we see over start instead of uh, instead of him so it-, it could go either way i do like that i really do like that lineup indeed hopefully we do see it this this week and we can get things going from there as long as, of course, just like Coach said, we keep it calm. Then it, we could get out of there with a draw, which I don't see anything wrong with getting out of there with a draw. And uh, we also have to take into consideration regarding Tyverson. He's coming off of an injury, so you don't really want to put him uh, at, a, uh, at a starting position right away, so you want to put him on the bench. If you, can't, if you don't have to use yeah. him, better for him. You know, it, uh, because that if you is, rush him in, you, you run you run into an issue of uh, him going back into an injury. 